0: Hello, and welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues, services, and activities of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person, and joining us today on this edition of Fairfax 50 Plus are two representatives from Fairfax Pets on Wheels. We have Ruth Binker and Madeline Arnold with us today. Now, Fairfax Pets on Wheels is an AKC-recognized pet therapy organization that connects pets with people living in nursing homes and assisted living facilities. These ladies are here to tell us about their organization, but first we want to get to know a little bit about them. Madeline is currently the president of Fairfax Pets on Wheels Board of Directors. She's been a member of Pets on Wheels for 29 years when she began visiting the psychiatric unit of Arlington Hospital with her beagle. now late Max. I used to have a dog named Max as well. Uh, She's worked in many capacities, uh, everything from office helper to promotional speaker, and currently serves as the facility liaison to the Virginian and Arden courts in Fair Oaks. Now, Ruth has been a volunteer with Fairfax Pets on Wheels for over 24 years, and she too has served in many uh, capacities, including the past president and director of communications, currently director of facility relations, and serves as facility liaison at, I believe it's Iliff. is that correct? Iliff Nursing and Rehabilitation in Dunloring. And Ruth's dog, Teddy, is a five-year-old Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. And congratulations because he has earned his canine good citizen AKC, AKC, good uh, uh, canine good citizen, as well as AKC therapy dog, excellent title. So, congratulations to, to him for that. Thank Thanks you. to both of you for being here with us. So, uh, gonna talk uh, pets and dogs, always a, a, a neat thing to talk about, and, and stuff that I think folks love to yes. talk about. So, pets on wheels. I guess the, the first basic question someone listening. Someone may not be familiar with Fairfax Pets on Wheels. What is it? What does it do? What's its purpose?
1: We provide visitation with our trained volunteers and their approved pets to provide visits to nursing homes and other long-term care care facilities. Hmm. And we also visit some adult daycare centers. And the people really respond to having... The pets come in. They've had pets in their lives before and not allowed to have them at the facilities. But yeah. really enjoy having us come in and visit with them. And the pet can be a great icebreaker. And you enjoy have you can develop some relationships with these people. And they really like to have you come in. It's a heartwarming being able to visit with your pet and share your pet with yeah. other people. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah.
2: I was just going to add that there isn't a visit um, when I don't have somebody say to me, thank you for making my day. Mm. And it's interesting, and it's also kind of depressing to me because, (laughs) you know, if the highlight of their day is my coming in with Teddy, who just is going to sit there and look (laughs) at them as they adore him and pet him, it's kind of sad. And it does kind of speak to the long-term care facilities. Mm -hmm. And, um folks that are used to having their own homes yeah. and now they have to live in what I always refer to as a college dormitory mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. this stage of their lives. Yeah. And so, without pets of their own as without you without their own yeah. pets, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so it um, to see people just they light up.
0: They create when, that attention, it, I guess absolutely. or that yeah, whatever, yeah. Absolutely. I, it sounds awesome. It sounds great. How did this type of program or this thought in someone's mind that hey, let me carry my dog to a, a nursing home or assisted living facility? How did how did this come about?
1: I first um, read about it. I think it was in the late '80s that it was a program that I think people who were um, working at nursing homes saw that when people's family members would bring the family pet in and see how well you know, the family member enjoyed it, but everybody else enjoyed it. The um, residents wasn't their pet, but they liked seeing the pet. Mm-hmm. And I think it kind of developed from there that people realized there was kind of a need that people could fill by volunteering in the nursing home and bringing their pet. That was the first time I'd heard about it and then looked into trying to find a program in Northern Virginia that would fill that need.
0: Yeah. And Madeline, you're currently the president of the the Fairfax Pets on Wheels. Um, and Ruth, you've been like what was it? Past president, I believe. Past president. Yeah. So, the idea for starting the Fairfax, I guess, chapter or the Fairfax Pets on Wheels, where did how did that come about? I mean, there's this national. Um, Is it a program or your chapter, an affiliation? No, we're we're ourselves. Yeah, okay. Um, But it was um,
2: started by Kim Wilkerson and another woman who was um, a vet tech. They saw the need here, and they had just started with a couple of her friends and their dogs and went to a a local nursing home, and then um, word kind of just spread, and they started going to a couple of more nursing homes. And then Kim realized that there was such a need, and she wasn't sure that she could really do it on her own, so she approached the Area Agency on Aging. Mm. That was back in 1987. And so since then, um, we've been affiliated with the Area Agency on Aging. Oh, okay.
0: And, I, you know, you have this organization, so I assume there are – it's not just the people – in the Fairfax Pets on Wheels board or elected officers or whatever, I, I, I tough. Uh, I'm having a hard time ask, asking this question. I guess you want volunteers? or, oh, or? We're desperate for volunteers. Oh, okay.
2: We have a, a waiting list of over 10 facilities that would like our program to come in wow. because we are all volunteers. So it's wow. at no cost to them. Um, but we don't have enough volunteers to, to go to 10 more facilities. And so, um, I think even if we were to have a thousand volunteers, we would still need more volunteers. Wow. At the moment, we have about 150.
1: About 150. And of course, this is kind of a transient area. And plus, people's um, pets do pass away. So, you know, we do lose people over mm-hmm. time. And so, and sometimes people find that it's not what they think it is even when they go through all the training and everything Mm -hmm. and so we have a really good core group of volunteers but we're constantly in the need for new volunteers to come aboard and um join in. It's it's great being able to visit with your pet.
0: Yeah. Well, a couple of things I'd written down when you were first talking, Madeline, you, you, you'd you mentioned training and approved pets. Cause I, I wrote that down, so I wanted to make sure that I, that I ask about that. So it's not just, hey, I've got a dog, I want to join your program, and, you know, here I go. What what do I have to do or, or go through, I guess?
1: And it is a lot to go through, but um, we have our potential volunteers attend a session, a new volunteer orientation session, and before they come to that, they have to go on the uh, website, our website, and then they're linked to the county's website for volunteers, so they have to get into our system, they do some paperwork at the orientation, and they sign up and for a temperament test for their pet, and this is mm. run by our volunteers, and once their um, pet has passed the temperament test, there's fingerprinting and driver's license um, check that we need to provide. since For the, the county human. <laughs> For the <laughs> human, yes. We don't want the pet driving either. That would be bad. And then uh, once they're ready to go and they've passed the temperament test, they need to make sure they have their pet's health certificate in. And that's a requirement that we need to keep um, records on the pet's shots and things. Mm. So that's something they have to keep current, once a year they fill out. And once they have that in and everything's come back okay on the human, they need to Mm. go to their facility and have an on-site at their facility with the facility liaison, which is our contact with the facility and Pets on Wheels, Fairfax Mm. Pets on Wheels. And they do the on-site, and if everything goes well, they're um, ready to volunteer. And it's really nice because our program, it's pretty flexible that you can visit on your own time, and we don't have any group requirements. Some of the facilities do have a group visit if you want to attend, but um, you can do it when, you know, at your time. We like to have people visit at least once a week or twice a month, but if you're doing anything less than once a month, we really feel like that's not a commitment to the program.
0: Or benefit for for either either side, I would think. Yes, exactly.
1: You know, once you you start going
2: into the nursing home, the residents, are looking forward to your mm, next visit. Right. So if if you're not going to keep up that commitment, yeah, it's yeah. not fair to them either. Sure. Um, sure.
0: Okay. We're talking about Fairfax Pets on Wheels with um, our guest today, Ruth Binker and Madeline Arnold, and want to uh, we'll give you some uh, contact information here shortly. But you mentioned temperament, and it's not only temperament f- for the animal but I, there's got to be a little something special for the for the person as well, uh, kind of an, uh, an attitude or personality, I would well, think. Well, there is. And I keep asking for a temperament
2: test for the human <laughs> because Eric. in all of our years, any issues that have ever come up, it's not because of our pets. Right. It's because of the human. Yeah. Um, what I have found as a facility liaison is um, a lot of folks look at this as, oh, wow, this is going to be so much fun. I'm mm. going to go have a good time with my pet. And don't get me wrong. There are days when it, it's just jo- really joyful. But you oftentimes get attached to residents. And especially in mm. the nursing home, this is their last place on mm. this earth. Mm. So you're going to lose them. And so you do have to get used to dealing with um, death, loss dying, grief, yeah. loss. Loss. Um, And it can be very hard. Mm -hmm. Going into the nursing homes especially, these are, um, they're hospital environments. So Mm -hmm. you're gonna have smells. You're going to have a lot of noises. And so it's not always pleasant. And so a lot of folks, we we ask folks at the New Volunteer Orientation, if you've never been in a nursing home, Mm -hmm. let us know. And come on a visit with us without your pet first so that you can see what's it like. Um, because everyone, oh, no, it won't be bad, it won't be bad. And I think we have a, f- a fairly high attrition rate, and it is because people will say, well, it, it wasn't what I thought it was going to sure, be. Sure, sure. You know, pets go into the nursing home, and for the first few visits, they're interested Problem. in all the new yeah. smells. Yeah, yeah. And so getting them to visit with the humans can sometimes be the challenge because mm-hmm. they're more interested in all the smells and
0: mm-hmm. new
2: things to experience.
0: I want to, uh, if you don't mind, kind of dive into maybe a little personal experience with with you ladies, how you got started and your animals and, and current things like that. But I I, I just was thinking an, an assumption I made because I I talked about both of you and your dogs, but it's Fairfax Pets on Wheels. Is it just dogs or is it cats, cats? and bunnies? Okay, dogs, Bun- cats, and
2: bunnies, and that's okay. it.
0: Okay, okay, yeah. Glad it- I asked.
1: It takes a special cat to want to go in a car and go on a visit. But, w- <laughs> yeah. but the a lot of the ladies, you know, the, don't you have a cat? Because they had cats themselves. Yeah. And when we do get a cat, it's a special cat, and everybody really enjoys. Um, they're kind of almost more like dogs than yeah. normal cats. But they, they like to go out, and they like to meet with people. And that's really special when you can get a really great cat in the program. Yeah.
0: Um if you don't mind Madeline how kind of how, real really quickly cuz we we only got you know 5 5 or 6 minutes left how did you kind of get into to the program and kind of talk about your experience I
1: had a really great beagle and he um, I read a, like I said I had read about the pet therapy program and I started visiting at Arlington Hospital in their psychiatric unit and that was a place that was kind of grandfathered into the program because mm-hmm. it kind of start Started before Fairfax Pets on Wheels visiting there. And that was a group visit. And I made uh, two of the ladies that I visited with, they're still, you know, I haven't visited with a pet in over 10 years. I can't believe it. But Mm. I, I think it's even longer than that. But they're still really good friends, and we enjoyed the people that were in the unit, that they really enjoyed the um, visits because the fellow who was the uh, recreational therapist there, he would tell us quite often that sometimes you don't see what you're doing, but I can tell the people are really more upbeat, not oh, as interesting. depressed, interesting. Um, you know, since I've been dealing with them all day long before you got here. Right. But he could really tell a difference. And it was it was nice for the people that worked in the facility. They enjoyed seeing the people Come out of their shell Mm -hmm. when we would visit.
0: Interesting. And Ruth, how about your experience?
1: Well, I'd
2: seen a brochure for the Pets on Wheels program at the um, local vet, the vet's office. And I thought, wow, you know, I have a dog that has a better life than many kids in this world. And I thought Mm. this was a way for him to give back. And, um, and so uh, that was my first dog, and my second dog was also a therapy dog. And Teddy is now my third dog in the all program. Well,
0: okay, all right, big commitment for both of you, and and again, uh, huge need for volunteers. So if you have a a dog, a cat, or a bunny. And uh, both you and your animal's temperament are suited <laughs> <laughs> and can do that. If you have any interest, mm-hmm. though, uh, reach out to Fairfax Pets on Wheels. I want to make sure I give the uh, telephone number here, 703-324-5424, right. as well as the website uh, fpow.org. That would be fairfaxpetsonwheels.org, so f p o w Dot org. That's get right. more information there. So, uh, a great program, Fairfax Pence on Wheels. Want to give a little promotion to something you guys have coming up, though something called Pause for a Cause Dog Walk?
1: Yes, our dog walk we always hold it the first Sunday in October. Um, this year will be our 21st. Um, walk. And last year, the hurricane came through, and we kind of had a virtual uh, walk. But this is a lot of fun. It's up in in Fairfax City. It's only um, a 3K. People come out with their pets. And we also, it's kind of a good outreach. People find out about the walk, um, their vets, uh, things like that. Um, when we advertise it. And it's a good way to get some new people into the program. It's our only fundraiser. Mm-hmm. This year it'll be October 2nd. It's up at Weber's Pet Supermarket and in um, Fairfax City. If you go on our website, we should have the information regarding it up very shortly. And you can find out all about it. You get a really nice t-shirt designed mm-hmm. by a local high school art student. Oh, cool. And it's mm-hmm. usually a really beautiful day. We've really had a lot of success with the weather. Yes. And like I said, it's our only fundraiser.
0: All right, so we're kind of we're recording this show kind of uh, in the early springtime, so folks have a chance to uh, go ahead and start getting out walking with their pets to kind of get in training.
2: Yes, <laughs> it, exactly. And as my husband says, it's the only walk you can go on and gain weight because we have three pit stops along oh, the nice. way with with treats for humans and pets. Even more yes. of my kind of walking. <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> All right, um, great. Program, Fairfax Pets on Wheels, again, a tremendous need for volunteers. They can go to your website or call that telephone number. And I think one of you mentioned earlier that the program is tied in, obviously, with the Area Agency on Aging, but also with the county's Volunteer Solutions. And, Correct. And, and is that how you kind of work through getting the volunteers? and, and
2: Exactly. And, and volunteer Solutions, we're one of their um, 12 or 13 volunteer programs mm-hmm. that they have.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Final thoughts before we uh, let you all go today. Madeline, start with you. Anything else uh, put you on the spot about uh, Fairfax Pets on Wheels or about the program? Or?
1: It's really a wonderful program. I keep saying it's something you can do with your pet. And there's not a lot of um, volunteer groups that they're welcoming pets like sure. this. Yeah. And um, it's, it's really wonderful. It's, we The thing that Ruth had mentioned about attrition, it's just sometimes it just seems like people don't put the – Effort And at the very beginning, it takes a few visits to really get into a routine. But mm. um, so many of our volunteers always say that our my pet knows when I get out the special leash or I get out the bandana, they know it's time to go visit. Oh, and cool. they're really excited about getting out there and, and sharing the love.
0: Yeah. Ruth, before I, your final thought, I just got a question that, that kind of hit me. Um is there a time commitment w- once you go on a visit? Are you like you, uh, you need to stay there two hours or is it just a matter of walking around from room to room or do you have set residence you want to see?
2: It's, it's totally individual. Okay. you know. And if your pet is not able to do an hour you know, you do whatever you mm, can gotcha, do. Gotcha. Um, so okay. it, it, it all depends on you and, and your pet okay. and what you can deal all right.
0: with. All right. Just random question popped in my mind. Final final thoughts from you, Ruth, about the... It, it,
2: the population that we are serving is a population that is often overlooked. You know, we hmm. we tend to, you know, think of nursing homes as, you know, places where you put people because they need help that we can't give them out in general society. So we're, we're visiting with folks who really need visits and they need stimulation. And when you walk in and you see people just light up because you've come in, you've taken the time, um, and you, the human, really don't have to do very much. Right. You just have to hold the leash. <laughs> um, they see your pet and they just they light up
1: Mm.
2: And it may be the only time that day or that week that they're going to light up. So you've done a tremendous service to those individuals that you're visiting with. But I have to tell you, it comes back on you Mm. twice. It's just wonderful.
0: Awesome. I think that's a, that's a, a great thought and a great message to end on. So, Ruth and uh, Madeline, thank you so much for being on Fairfax 50 Plus with us today and uh, well, thank sharing you for the information. Me. Thank you. I want to make sure folks remember uh, a tremendous need for volunteers or fundraising opportunities. Uh, if, I'm sure if you just wanted to donate some money, they'd be glad to take that That's as well. That's fine too. So call them at 703 324 5424, or you can go online to www.fpow.org. Again, thanks to you for uh, listening. We appreciate your support of the Fairfax 50-plus podcast. If you need more information on county resources and recreation for older adults, you can call 703-324-7948, TTY number 711, or go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash olderadults And when you visit the website, be sure to sign up for Fairfax 50-plus E! News, as well as the monthly Golden Gazette newspaper. Fairfax 50-plus podcast is produced twice monthly by the Fairfax County, Virginia government. Thanks for listening.